the word that I keep coming back to is uplifting. I have this conviction based on my lived experience that uplifting people or the planet doesn't have to be draining. It can actually feel uplifting to the person who's making that impact. Welcome to another episode of Uplifting Conversations, the Impact Engagement Podcast. Today's episode is with my friend, uh, Dr. Preston Cherry. Uh, Dr. Cherry, Matt. So first of all, I thought I was going to be overdressed. Normally I come to this and, you know, t-shirt Henley and I had a button down today cause I got another event, but you stay sharp, man. Look at, looking incredible. Uh, it's like definitely the best dress podcast guest uh, we've ever had. Uh, and so welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Dusan, man. Appreciate you, man. I never know, man, cause you out here stay clean, brother. Oh man. Uh, so, so Dr. Chow and, and like, I'll, I'll, I'll give a little glimpse to folks uh, of some of the stuff that you have going on. So, so most importantly, or, or, or most actively, founder and president of, of Concurrent Financial Planning, uh, director of, of the Charles Schwab uh, Foundation Center for Financial Wellness at the University of Wisconsin Green Bay, head of financial planning uh, at the University of Wisconsin Green Bay, uh, you know, top 100 financial advisor, Investopedia for years running. Fellow uh, wealthmanagement.com, tend to watch, yeah. uh, you know, thought leaders showing up, places like Forbes, CNBC, Wall Street Journal, you're everywhere, man. Anyway, uh, welcome, o honored to be in your orbit. Yeah, man, 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 appreciate the introduction, man. It's fellow, man, so, yo, shout out to all you doing, too, my brother, man. You out there doing a the thing. I see you everywhere, so uh, we, we in this thing together, man, so shout out to you as well, my friend. Yeah, no, we, 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 we definitely will not uh, will not stop trying to move it forward. And so that's it, man. Um, so, so like, first of all, tell like I named a lot of stuff, <laughs> um, and, and I know you you are doing from from a financial wellness standpoint, both uh, with your own practice and how you work with clients, um, the way that you're doing that, teaching students, and also what you're generously doing uh, for for the community. Um, to build uh, financial wellness, financial literacy. Can you uh, share, first of all, uh, just a, a, a piece of what you have going on in these various endeavors and that, and, and, and talk a little bit about that unifying theme, uh, you know, whether that's financial wellness, financial therapy, this whole idea of integrating the whole human um, into our conversation around finance. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I think you hit it on the head right, right there at the end of it there, which is, uh, you know, financial wellness, you know, life well-being for the human condition. Mm -hmm. I mean, that ties it all in there because you know, I have a, a a platform. I talk to advisors sometimes. I talk to students. I talk to my clients. I talk to uh, folks when, I, you know, when I'm out at corporations, you know, all of, you know, uh, you know, when we, when you have a dollar in the pocket, whether it folds or you got coins that jingle, whether, whether, whether you're across the life cycle, whether you're young or, you know, you're in the middle or you're at your, in your golden years, right? Uh, you know, life is part of our human condition. Uh, you know, life has culture, life has experiences. We have, we have value systems and all of this. It's, it's about a human condition. Uh, it's part of our daily lives, Tucson. You know, and uh, aren't you, are are people coming to you like trying to fix money, right? Like, how, how do yeah, you okay. how do you how do you walk into the conversation that like, look, man, part of what's going on with your financial situation uh, relates to what's going on with your larger life, and and, and is a reflect. How do you walk people from look? I just want I just tell me what to invest in. 
or or just tell me help me make a budget to like let's examine your larger well being. Like what does that what does that look like? Well, yeah, I mean it's it, it's organic conversation. I mean, so it depends on what what uh, people I'm talking to. You know, like a student asked me the other day. It was like, listen, I just want to learn more about my money. My I want to learn more. I, I, I'm, I'm at a stage in my life where I should know more. Can, can you help me with that? Well, I said, okay, well, let's go we'll chop it up in a room, right? And they came by the Financial Wellness Center, and we did that because we had little rooms for that. We just started a talk conversation. And I said, well, let's start. And I was like, okay, well, look, where, where do you want to start? You know, tell me what you want to know. What are you curious about? Right. And then, boom, I, I, I kind of did a little pause there just for a second, because like a moment of silence. But I do that. I, I I do that with all, whether it be a client. It's a it's a, it's an inquiry, Tucson. It's an inquiry. Even even with clients, it's like when that first meeting that that first meeting that comes along. Uh, it's kind of like the the get to know. It's like oh, okay, you know what brought you here today, right? I mean, and they, you can have a ton of money. You can have a little bit of money. I just happen to serve affluent Gen Xers, right? Affluent Gen Xers. But what brought you here today? That, that means I want to hear your story and just sit back for a second because something brought that person here today. You know, uh, whether it be a, a money trial or a money triumph, there's either a pain point or a celebration point. You know, somebody came into some, you know, equity comp. You know, somebody came into some inherited money. Somebody came into, I have an abundance of money uh, that I don't know where it's going. You know, I, I, I hear that all the time, right? Or, or you know, I, we we need to build wealth. We need we need to build some wealth. How do we go about doing that? So, again, it's it's having that compassionate inquiry, it's asking the question, and being generally curious about where people are. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. No. And and that's that's incredible. Like holding space, holding space for people, and and sometimes money shows up in that space, and sometimes life shows up in that space. Right. How? Tell me about your work at. Um, the Center for Financial, the, the Charles Schwab Foundation Center for Financial Wellness. Like, what, what are you, what, what are you guys doing there? Um, yeah, I mean, that's, oh, that, that, that work there is, is really, you know, of the heart, right? So there, uh, we were funded by Charles Schwab, along with a couple of, uh, you know, funders in the area of Northeast Wisconsin, so area banks and, and partners of the like, too. So what we do there. We have peer-to-peer uh, -peer coaching to sign. So some of the students that are pursuing the minor to get into financial planning, so there you learn the technical skills in the classroom, right? Or whatever, you know, Roth IRAs, it's all the technical stuff, right? But how do they learn their people skills? How do they learn in that? Well, they get to they get to use what their technical knowledge is and what they learn from me in the classroom to getting that face-to-face, -face, right? So they, they're, they're coaching the students uh, that are wanting to know, you know, you know, about credit, but cash management, right? Uh, uh, insurance, employee benefits, right? Uh, what, what's on their pay stub? All of this, right? Uh, mortgages, investing, whatever it may be, they have a question and they're coming in to receive some financial education, getting some financial coaching. So that's one uh, service offering that we're offering through the, the center which is peer-to-peer -peer financial coaching delivered by the students that are pursuing the minor. So that's one area. Number two, we have the VITA uh, low-income tax tax filing service, so volunteer income tax assistance for low-income, uh, elderly, and the disabled. So we do that every um, uh, every tax season. Then we also have uh, 
workshops. We go out and give financial education workshops to any community organization that wants to listen. So wow. it could be military. It could be uh, we, we're working with the YMCA, Boys and Girls Club, uh, the the public school system, junior high level, elementary, high school. So uh, so those are three areas. We have a podcast and we also have a student association. So those are those are a couple of areas that we're doing. So like so so this uh, uh, you know financial literacy and on top of that fi financial wellness uh, seems to become a way of, have become a way of life for you. Like it, it, it's something you're living, and I would love for you to share a little bit about your own journey that 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 has really uh, uh, kind of thrust you in this direction, um, and and kind of given 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 meaning. Um, to the work that you're doing right now. Right. Yeah. I appreciate that. So uh, I'll be short because I could go a long day to all this. So then, so I'll be, I'll be short with it. Uh, you know, it started really at the, at the home to sign the first couple episodes of my podcast, uh, life money balance. I interviewed my parents. I interviewed my parents because it all started there. I posted uh, a couple months ago or something like that. And it said, you know, I don't like the term self-made. A lot of people say, well, you know, uh, you know, I'm self-made, you know, there's self-made millionaires. They said, and really nobody's really self-made if you think no such thing. Yeah. Is there's really no such thing. There's no such thing because somebody along the line did something for you or believed in you, put some self-inputs, whatever and so forth. That's a whole nother podcast. My point about it is this. Uh, where, how did my journey start? It started at the house. You know, my parents and I'm, and I'm blessed and fortunate that my sister and I uh, received self-worth and self-value at the home. And we talked about money at the home, you know. We talked about to where if money was going to be tight, then our parents talked, set us down and was like, hey, you know, for the six months, six months, we got the what they call roll in the dap. You know, <laughs> so we weren't poor, uh, but we weren't rich. We were middle class, you know, but sometimes, you know, we whether it was a lost job or maybe we, there was a there was a raise, there was a lost job or one income or whatever it may be. We felt all of that, you know, right. so there was there was um, I'm in financial psychology, as everybody know. So. We talked about that, and we also know the dollars and cents of it as well. So I'll fast forward to we also had my first 401k match plan was was at the crib. <laughs> so we actually had a ledger, an old school ledger, where we put, you know, some of our allowance, you know, $10, we put $5 in there. They put $5 in there too, right? That's so, powerful. Right. I mean, so we saw that. So we blessed to, to see that. Even though it was $5, that's what we saw, right? So I got into uh, uh, undergraduate and a, and a uh, professor of mine, Dr. Jan Jasper, um, he, he said, you know, I was at Prairie View University and he said, you know, he said, I, I think you kind of take a liking to this personal finance thing. And he introduced me to uh, Texas Tech and he was like, he, he took a group of us out there. Texas Tech is like the, the mothership of, fi of financial planning. And uh, there's since have a lot of financial planning programs now. Um, but at the time that was the, that was the, that's the program still is. And then, so I waited a little bit. I was in retail banking. Then I went to, uh, cause I graduated in 2003 undergrad. Then I went, I uh, still retail banking. Then 2006, I went to get my master's in, in financial planning in 2006. And then that's when the financial planning career start, started taking off. Mm. So, well, you know, so then I was junior financial planner, associate, all this other stuff, retirement planning, manage some money, uh, you know, uh, co-portfolio manager, 120 million, all this other stuff, retirement plan sales, wholesaler, financial planner again, launched my own practice, PhD in 2016, da da da. So I'm fast forwarding. My thing about it is this: is how did it start? You know, it started with 
socialize. They call it financial socialization is the big word, but it started talking about money, talking about money in the home. Wow. So what is uh, what is money life balance? Uh, what what does that mean uh, when you talk about money life balance and delivering that to people? Right. So yes, thank you. So life money balance. What is inspired? Oh, it's okay. No, it's okay. Life money balance. Inspired by transformation, transformation. Tucson. You know, life is ebbs and flows. It's not linear. You know, a lot of folks. You know, you. <laughs> You hear these success stories and we see in all this social media, it's like, hey, I made it. All it takes is choices and hard work. And it's not necessarily true. You know, you got to listen to the whole story. You know, there was some failure along the way in life. There was some there was some help. There was hand. There was a, you know, a hand up, not a hand out, but it was a hand up a sort of way. Right. And mine was was I had some trial years and there were I call them the fog years. I've talked about them a lot, you know, to where I. You know, there was a disconnect between life and money where life was going this way. Money was going this way. All right. Mm -hmm. And that didn't feel good. All right. And I knew it because I, I, I wrote it down. But matter of fact, I got an envelope right here and I wrote letters to myself. I got plenty more of them to where and there's bank statements in an envelope. All right. And it shows where my life and money were going this way. Right. And I have a and I, and I have a uh, and I have a saying about life money balance. Let your life lead your money. Not your money leads your life, and when there's when life has no direction, your money is leading you, and it don't feel good, you know, because your money's going down the drain, your life is going down the drain. It doesn't feel good because there's no direction. It's empty, and then when your life, when you have aspiration, you say this is what I want to do, you know, because you figure out what you don't want to do, then your 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 life leads your money because your money has assignment, and so. I figured out, you know, I was like, okay, after I came out of my fog years, I was like, you know what? I don't, I'm, I'm tired of not maximizing my talents that there's been put inside of me, you know? So I was like, okay, well, what's next? And so uh, this is why I started getting a PhD in, in two, the 2016. I, uh, I was doing okay with my career and all that and this, that, and the other. It was just going like this. I was like, I want my life to lead my money. What's the aspiration? What's the transformation? So that's where life money balance came from, life money balance. You know, let your life lead your money and not your money lead your life. So your life and money can work concurrently so you can create your life's design. That's life aspiration. That's where that came from. That, that's incredible. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 what what gives you hope that that this approach of life leading money um, is effective? What have you seen? whether that's in students, whether that's in members of the community or in your own life that tells you um, this work that I'm doing, it matters. Yeah. You know, I, I want that for everybody, Toussaint. You know, I, I want folks to believe in themselves. Um, I want somebody of, uh, for them to feel valued, heard, belonged, and wherever they are in, in, in their life's journey. Um, uh Life doesn't always have to be about trial. It can be about triumph. I mean, we can, uh, wherever we are, we can start, you know, we can start and grow. You know, it, sometimes it all, it just see, it just takes somebody to, uh, you know, yeah, afford you some grace and some permission. You know, it can come from external or internal, you know. Yeah. So everybody has some value, you know, it just has some, it just takes a little nudge sometimes, right? 
Uh, any any good any good um, uh, client or or community member stories around what what a transformation has has done for someone? Like like has anyone come to you and, and kind of shared with you some of the stuff that you've unlocked or they've unlocked in um, shifting that approach of allowing life to lead money rather than the other way around? Yeah, I mean, wow. Because permission, grace and permission can come on so many levels. Some people with an abundance of money can 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 say, listen, we, um, you know, well, we we have an abundance of money. We just need a permission to permission to transition to the next stage. Can we do it? Right. Uh, it's almost like a, 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 an afraid to go to the next stage, kind of like pre-retirement. Or yeah, no, we we uh the. the Enzo now now Corio the fir the firm that I was with uh, in, in wealth management we talked about uh, translating wealth into fulfillment uh, and, and really you see at all levels of affluence people having a really hard time shifting from uh, the idea of of wealth and owning wealth and protecting wealth or even growing wealth to shifting to a focus on growing fulfillment or protecting fulfillment or maximizing fulfillment and sometimes. They do need that permission or they need that guidance to help them go from a, a wealth driven conversation to a fulfillment driven conversation. Yeah. yeah. Maybe or even yeah, facts right there, you know. Yeah. Or or even give himself permission to uh and and I don't know, even enjoy finding joy. I just posted about this the other finding joy in what you built without explanation. Mm. You know. Uh, if you're doing well and and you can live in abundance, right? Have a fulfillment, live with purpose, but also not, you know, live without explanation or guilt, you know, yeah. forming boundaries, right? Yeah. Uh, having self-care uh, without having to fund others. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot as far as transformation and transition as far as, you know, self-awareness, self uh, and not selfishness either. This is all just, uh, it is self-care in order to, because it's self-care. Uh, for example, uh, overfunding adult children. But when does that stop? You know, uh, yeah. when does that stop? Right? And how, how much are you going to fund, allocate that goal in order to, uh, you know, allocate, you know, funds towards retirement, you know? Because what that does is, is like, particularly with Gen Xers, because I serve Gen Xers. Okay, well, the 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 stats are abundant, which is uh, the perception of retirement. Okay, well, I have this high income right now for for some of them, most of them, and uh, I, I have this negative perception about I may not have enough for retirement. Well, okay, well let's what's what, well let's juxtapose that. Well, what are you taking care of right now? Maybe elderly parents. You have you want to live. You have vitality for life right now. Then you have younger adult children. All right, well, you funded your children already. You put a million dollars into them, you know, to quote, unquote, you know, education, house, uh, college, uh, or, you know, you gave them resources and everything. How long are you going to, you know, fund them? You know? Yeah. Hey, how, how long are they in the budget? Yeah. 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 How long are they in the budget? You know, yeah. we let, let's go ahead and take some of that money, fund your, your, your life now. So you can do some things while you had this uh, high income vitality for yourself. So you can do some things in life for yourself, but also, and, you know, fund your later, right? At the same time, something's got to give. So it's just hearing those stories, therein lies the T word, 
trans, uh, tra you know, transition transformation. Yeah, yeah. Right, in thought and spirit. Right, man, that, like such such a powerful uh, perspective to share with people at 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 any any level of wealth. How can how can folks uh, participate in supporting this this form of transformation? Maybe even undergoing this form of transformation. Where would you suggest we talk about uh, micro acts of courage um, and and kind of taking these micro steps toward um, the change we would like to see? If people want to support this form of financial wellness for others or for themselves, like where would you suggest uh, they start? Right. Well, for it, it's it's different levels. Okay. So if you are a uh, for for instance, if you ask, all right, for supporting causes. All right. So if you're an advisor, I would say if you're an advisor and you have clients, all right, then I would say open up open up your open up your ears and also share stories so you can connect. So listen and also connect with your story so you can uh, so you can invite people in. Open up the heart, open up the mind. And that and that's with anyone actually. Because with the arc arc of financial wellness to sign, it's financial compassion, financial education, financial literacy, financial wellness. And you, oh, financial compassion is is, you know, you know, feel, heard, value, belong, you know, experiences, cultures, attitudes. Right. All that's in compassion. Right. Then open up the heart, open up the mind, education. Right. That's information, recommendations, all of that, you know, inform. Then you got literacy. People try to push back on that word. But it's because where, where people start. If you start if you start asking people about literacy, which is decisions and behaviors, you can't start there. Because but what 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 precedes the uh, the information I mean excuse me the 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 decision and behavior is the word informed informed decision and behaviors mm -hmm. you get that through education and you can't receive education unless you've been seen valued that's why you have compassion education then you have literacy and then you get to wellness all right so whether you're an educator advisor or whatever follow the arc of wellness all right and. You will help whoever is in front of you, whether you're an educator, whether you're an advisor, whomever. All right. So I would I would suggest anyone follow that model. All right. And from whoever is in front of you. And then that's how you could support. You know, I love I love the encouragement to start at compassion. Like you don't you don't hear financial and compassion uh, tied together very often. That's yeah, powerful. right. Yeah. Start start there. And I, and I would say as far as where people are and, you know, as far as their professional lives, you know, advisors start with there with your clients. Uh, if you're a financial, want to be a financial supporter, you know, uh, support all your, you know, your 501c3s that are given literacy programming. Uh, if you're an educator, uh, you know, start with that compassion component, component that human element. Uh, if you also, if you're an advisor, if you have time, give pro bono to the community, uh, so there's a, a lot of different ways that, you know, we can keep this human, uh, this human condition of money, right? Because the life of money are uh, inextricably partners, right? This human condition of money, as far as financial wellness is concerned, keep and keeping it going alive by all of this different type of support. Because I promise you, because even, even in the high schools, it's going around in high schools and going to schools, uh, these, this, uh, this legislation is picking up as far as making it... Uh, you know, people don't like the word mandate, but uh, <laughs> but listen, science is mandated. You know, uh, yeah. math is mandated. <laughs> you know, buckling your seat belt is mandated. But just come up with another word. People don't like the word mandate. <laughs> you know, <laughs> pick another word. But 
teaching people about money should be, you know, necessary. Yeah, yeah. It should be standard procedure. It should be standard standard procedure. So all these different ways since you asked me, which is these are all type of different ways where we can make the humanness of money, financial wellness, standard procedure. Well, I, man, so appreciate everything you're doing and, um, you know, uh, doing to uplift others. And, and so um, uh, this Uplifting Conversations podcast, so the, the final question uh, that, that, that we ask everyone is, what, is, what does uplifting mean to you? Uplifting is, uh, you know, investing in the human condition. It's really that simple. Uh, in all the ways that I, I, I kind of just said, what we've been all about, what we've been talking about, and I, and as a, as a, as a, you know, advisor, as a professor, as all these different roles, as somebody that's considered a thought leader, somebody's being on stage, I connect with the audience. All of this is very important that we take the selfless act, and whomever that we are in front of, is that we give all of that we have to serving the the people that we are in front of at all time in order, in, in, in order to uplift them. Why? It's because somebody invested in us and we always have to remember that. And that's what it is, is to pay it forward at all times. Well, you, you are certainly uplifting and, and I, I appreciate you taking the time here and appreciate you giving uh, to the industry uh, so generously. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate you, my brother. Please be sure to subscribe, like, and click the notification button so you never miss an episode.